to Fields and Friends' first ever podcast in our newest show called Soul Conversations with Fields and Friends, talks around conscious fashion and living. This podcast brings conversations that invites you to slow down and reflect on how best we can build sustainable relationship and experiences with our consumption habits. So every so often, we get so overwhelmed at the mountain of environmental and social destruction that is happening all around us. So every week, So Conversation with Fields and Friends will invite inspiring individuals from all over the world who practice sustainable living and have a truly genuine passion to create change and spread environmental positivity. We will discuss topics that will challenge traditional views and behaviors around sustainability in the hopes that we can collectively work together to create lasting impacts. We hope our conversations can inspire, empower, and encourage game changers like yourself to step out of your comfort zone and start a change. So today, we're going to start the episode by introducing ourselves. We will be your hosts throughout the whole journey of this podcast and that'll be me Ansela Quena and me Alicia Stommel and we are the founders of Fields and Ferns. Yes we're so excited to talk to you today and the, yeah this first episode will just be us this way you can learn a bit more about Fields and Ferns what we stand for and just kind of get these slow conversations going. Mm-hmm yeah actually we're really nervous because this is our first time ever doing something like this and talking just publicly speaking but we're learning and so we're gonna start today's episode with something super easy and super light and just talk about how and why fields and ferns started in the first place yeah so fields and ferns really is a labor of love it started in the midst of or right before uh, the pandemic started mm-hmm. the coronavirus pandemic and Ancilla and I knew that we wanted to start a sustainable fashion brand and we we had very similar aesthetics and we knew that we wanted to do something about fashion waste mm-hmm. because fashion waste is plaguing the fashion industry and destroying the environment and so many brands are just throwing their discarded fabric into landfill And so we wanted to do something about that. Yeah, and we both just moved to London. I was from Jakarta, Indonesia, and Alicia was from Vermont. From the United States. And I don't know about you, Alicia, but the concept of sustainable fashion in Indonesia is barely ever talked about. It was barely ever present. It was just a very far away concept but then ever since i moved to london i saw that there were so many other cool brands out there that were doing these amazing initiatives small uk brands impacting their community and they were supported by the people that lives here and i think that i saw that as an opportunity i thought and i don't know about you well in vermont i'd say Vermont is very conscious about its environmental impact. You know, it's a super rural state and filled with environmental warriors and hippies. And so I kind of grew up with this mindset that we need to treat the earth with respect and 
be conscious of how much we're consuming and whether that's through our food and sustainable eating or supporting local businesses. You know, this was always something I grew up with. But at the same time, having lived in Vermont for 20 plus years, I very much learned that Vermont is a fashion desert. There is no style. It is just parkas and trying to stay warm in the cold climate there. So when I moved to London, I was suddenly so inspired by everyone's unique style sense. And, you know, London is one of the fashion capitals of the world. But at the same time, I saw that fast fashion is such a thing here. And I'd also worked at Free People in the past, which some of you may know, it's a huge fast fashion brand. And I just saw how much waste was being created and how I had always shopped at Free People before, but as soon as I started working there, I was instantly put off by how much trash and how people were just consuming to consume and they were not thoughtful about their purchases. So that's when Scylla and I met, we kind of joined forces and brought our love of sustainability and combined it with our love of fashion. Mm -hmm. I think for me, that's the funny thing. It's the complete opposite from you. I think Jakarta is one of also the biggest fashion capital as well, although it sometimes is overlooked. So I grew up surrounding people that are super, super fashionable. They're not necessarily brave with their aesthetics, but they're always so well tailored. I mean, our craftsmanship in Indonesia is spot on, I believe. But sustainability was just never a part of their creative concept. It was always so much waste, so much plastic, mindlessly consuming, buying, purchasing all the time. It's like if you've ever watched that Crazy Rich Asian um, movie, (laughs) and I think that represents Jakarta as well. I mean, they're so driven by beauty and aesthetics to always look good, and they just always consume, but never understanding where it comes from, what it's made from, Mm -hmm. just purely aesthetic. So I think when we came here together, we thought it it was the perfect opportunity to start something because we could actually combine it together. Right. And we did have, we believe, a pretty good sense of aesthetic and similar and we thought it would look good Mm -hmm. and could actually also incorporate sustainability into it also because we were super hands-on with our processes we wanted to be super hands-on yeah we wanted to hand sew we wanted to hand bead and hand embroider and i don't know maybe in the future hand weaving everything just we wanted to be super close to the items that we were making and we shared that same vision and thought why not yeah and so then we came together during the COVID-19 pandemic. Actually, you mentioned it was a week before, and it was, I think, a few days before the lockdown. Um, I remember we were going to meet to create the concept of Fields and Ferns, and I took the bus, and Alicia walked for, I think, two hours to get to (laughs) the place because she was so scared of COVID that she didn't want to take any public transport. And I don't know, a few days later... We were in lockdown and we moved in together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which really became the basis in how Fields and Friends was conceptualized and created really quickly. We had like, I think, three months Mm -hmm. into it and then we launched. Yeah. 
So it was just, you know, we were locked in our house. We had a lot of time on our hands and we got creative and we really let our ideas fly. And yeah, so in terms of what we do at Fields and Ferns, it starts really with sourcing our materials. So the majority of Fields and Ferns clothing is made from upcycled dead stock material that we get from local London factories or fashion businesses. And we really believe that by using dead stock fabric, we're not only diverting weight from landfill, but we're also saving precious energy that would otherwise be used to create new materials. If at some point we can't use the dead stock fabric, like if we don't have enough or we don't have a specific color that we need, then we use 100% sustainable textiles, whether that be natural fibers or made from recycled materials. That's what we use in our collections. Yeah. And then in terms of manufacturing, I think we kind of already touched on this, but all of the Fields and Ferns clothing is made with love and care in our tiny East London Hackney studio. As Scylla said, we're super close with the clothing and there every step of the process. So every item is carefully hand sewn, hand embroidered and hand beaded by us. Mm -hmm. We also create small batch. So actually even for our clothing, as of now, we are purely made to order. And for the accessories, we have a very small batch, not more than 10 per item. Because we just saw that, again, our whole thing was to try to reduce waste. So we didn't want to overproduce. And we thought for the clothes, we could also have the opportunity to, every time we have an order, to kind of make it even more special, have the opportunity to talk to customers and ask if they want anything new to it added, mm -hmm. if they want anything customized and things like that. Yeah, we're really willing to speak with the customer and give them what they want because it is, you know, being so small, we do have the ability to really personalize these items. I think that's the key as well, right? We are still very young and we are still very small and everything is still manufactured by us. So we have that liberty to be able to, okay, let's change the design. Yeah. Let's customize. Let's make it even more personal mm -hmm. every single time. And so that's what we're grateful for at the moment as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then even down to our packaging, you know, we are committed to limiting our negative impact on the environment through our packaging. So everything is, whether it's the inserts to the tissue paper to the mailers, 100% is made from post-consumer recycled content or compostable materials. And we're actually, we've soft launched our upcycling program. So we seek to not only repair, but reuse garments once customers are done wearing their clothes. So if customers are done wearing their Fields and Ferns top, they can return it to us, not only for repairs, but also we can upcycle that back into our program, whether we make it into a new collection or we use it to make accessories. Mm -hmm. Or we donate it, we create yeah. something to donate to. I don't know, the possibility is really endless and I think that's what's exciting because we are still always brainstorming, always trying to figure out how we can best utilize what we have here Yeah, with our time, mm -hmm. with our skills. Yeah. And so that's a recap of what we've been doing for the last six months since 
the ideation, creation, and launch. And there are so many new things that we still want to explore and learn. So we want to talk about what we are planning to do further. Mm-hmm. I mean, even this podcast, this is our method of trying to kind of learn along the way because we are planning to interview industry experts, influential people, people who are just really, really um, representative of a sustainable living. Yeah. So, so many people out there that we can still learn from. Mm-hmm. And we want to tap into that and grow as a person and also as our as our business is growing yeah we don't want to just be stagnant so this podcast is to help you but also to help ourselves in, yeah in a way yeah and uh, learn along the way with with you guys because mm-hmm. we you know we're learning too this stuff is new to us as well and so we're super excited that we can share this information with you and in terms of our production and products at the moment we are currently trying to reach out to a lot of vendors mm-hmm. regarding death stock fabric also just any unwanted fabric and we're still continuing with that yeah we want to launch our second collection sometime this fall and yeah so we're just we've been in touch with hotels we've been in touch with local london factories local brands asking them if they are done using their materials and charity shops as well yeah but yeah so let's see where that will go and we also realize that environmentally we are on the right track but socially we're still a bit further away yeah. yeah so we're trying to also collaborate with communities and really find an organization that we want to partner with yeah so that we could expand our impact that way so stay tuned for that mm-hmm and we're also realizing that with the limited amount of dead stock fabric that we have, we have to be kind of creative with our creations. So we're maybe expanding to other than accessories like bags and just little stuff as well that is useful, multifunctional. So that's what we're planning to do further. And I guess this podcast is a way as we will release this episode and you'll hear it and we'll rehear it as well. And so to always remind us kind of like a journal for us as well and to just make sure that we're on track, that we are accountable for it and that we're responsible for it. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. So we're really excited about what's going to happen next. And we hope you enjoy growing and following along with us. Yeah. (laughs) That is our tagline. (laughs) That is our tagline that I can say that I'm really proud of. Yeah. That we have. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. And, yeah, follow along. Mm -hmm. We're always open for feedback if you have anyone that you find interesting that you would want us to interview questions you want answered like please let us know we are totally open and want to work with you guys as well so any topics you want to discuss any topics you want to challenge us i mean we're here to learn we're here to learn with you exactly email dm us we are here to talk yeah all right well thank you guys so much and we look forward to speaking to you again soon